No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Skull. night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. A happy, a very happy blazing 420 for my American brothers and sisters over in the United States. Congratulations. It is the stoner Christmas here on the Daily Boogie podcast. We had 420 yesterday, by the way, so I guess it's 420 Boxing Day for us, if there is such a thing. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you had a lovely weekend. I certainly did. As always, so much to get through and so little time. Uh, if you'd like to share the show out, please, by all means, hit that crooked little arrow, hit the arrow, whatever platform you're on. KB! Thank you for the diamond, KB. Thank you so much. JJ Stoner in the chat. JJ Stoner was on earlier celebrating Stoner Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, big shout out to JJ Stoner. Give him a follow, JJ Stoner, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Ah, oh, it's Monday. Did you have a good weekend? I had a good weekend. Did a couple of spit roasts. Thank you for the diamonds. Good to be back. Diamond, ladies and gentlemen, JJ Stoner. <laughs> winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Thank you for the diamonds, sir. 420 legalized weeds. I have pulling them. I have pulling them. There you go. Winning TV is pulling them, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Tonight's recommended drink, as always, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, no-name bland brand crackers. We are the Wine and Crackers podcast here on a Monday night. Major Tom. Thank you for the diamond, Major Tom. Everyone, another follow, dlive.tv slash Major Tom. Sundays at noon. For the podcast to slit your wrist to. Uh, if you'd like to become a supporter of tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Bray Bigot. Uh, become a supporter of the show by hitting... Uh, become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And, of course, no, Made in USA review. No, it's not the official Crackers podcast. It's the Wine and Crackers podcast. I'll see you in hell. The Wine and Crackers podcast. Get it right. Get it right or you get out. No, I'm just kidding. You can stick around. Uh, become a subscriber. Hit the subscribe button. And of course, if you would like to tell me about your wine and cracker experience, and you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, so much to get through. I was just looking at like our local news YouTube channels. So we have basically three major channels that aren't government funded and... They've got the most creative names. You've got Channel 7, Channel 9, and Channel 10. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. See you in hell. Channel 7, Channel 9, and Channel 10. I meant crackers like white people. <laughs> you, must be, you must be new at puns. I'm not sure what's going on here. 
Yeah, the Wine and Crackers podcast. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you I'll in see hell. You Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. So I was checking the local television networks. Doc G. Blast from the past. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Time to boogie tonight. Everybody boogie tonight. I was checking the local news stations. It's just like scanning through the videos on the YouTube page. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? I'm checking the videos and it was coronavirus, 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 puppy at the zoo. Coronavirus, 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 football player drink driving. Coronavirus, 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 hints to make the best cake at home. Coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the diamond, Kimmy. Bumper, I didn't even know her. Lady Thor, thank you for joining us. Thank you for the diamond. So, but it is non-coronavirus stuff is now starting to filter out. I don't think you're alone, Gypsy, in being the only one who's over it. See you in hell. I don't think you're the only one. I think most people now are starting to get sick of it. And that's manifesting itself in all kinds of ways. But what we enjoy on this program more than just about anything, ladies and gentlemen, is the ability to see things before they happen and then anticipate what's coming. So as I say that... Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. As I say that, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for everybody's new favourite game show. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub. That's right. China, come on down. Live here from the D-Live studios with your host, Boogie Bumper. Come on down, China. Italy, come on down. Oh, the Ninja King. Make it rain. KB with the Ninja. I had to pause the game show. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. I'll see you in hell. Had to pause the game show for the Guinea. Ladies and gentlemen, KB, very generous of you in the chat. Dropping the Guinea in my lap. How about, how about that? So, where were we? Oh, that's right. China, come on down. Come on down, China. Italy, come on down. Come on down, Italy. Spain, come on down. And... The United States of America. Come on down. You're the next contestants on It'll Never Happen Here. That's right. It'll never happen here, ladies and gentlemen. Our favorite game show. Let's see what's on the big board for today, Bob. Mayors need to be creative. We have to figure out a way to get to people that police cars can't get to. Uh. Elizabeth City Police shot this video. <laughs> does anybody like, does anybody else like the uh, the news reporter standing there with a mask on? I see you in hell. And the little drone buzzing around her head. <laughs> 
Makeup departments are now kicking back, putting their feet on tables. Thank you for the diamond coffee with Sandra, ladies and gentlemen. Our good friend, our Jersey girl, Sandra, uh, is soon going to be starting her own stream, Coffee with Sandra. So give her a follow, get her started, get her moving, get her going. Nice, warm, nice conversations, nice things. See you in hell. Coffee with Sandra, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's favorite Joyzy Goyle is soon starting her own stream. So thank you for joining us, Coffee with Sandra. I, makeup departments around the world now must be kicking back going, I, I don't even have anything to do. And you just whack a mask on. Do my lips look fine? Is my blush okay? Is my makeup fine? Pff, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Nobody's going to see it anyway. What's the difference? Force to show us how drones work. Ah. The drones make it easier for police to see into certain areas yeah. where access by patrol cars is more difficult. <laughs> it's just the policing tool. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Remember, what was it, like six weeks ago, we were watching the videos on this show. Holy shit. Coffee with Sandra dropping a guinea on us. She says you earned it, Boogie. I'm not sure about that. I've only been live for about 10 minutes. But I appreciate the thought. But thank you so much. Very generous of you. Dropping the guinea in our lap. So we were playing the clips about six weeks ago of the drones in China chasing people around, right? The police making announcements from the drones. Please go inside. What are you doing? You can you can collect wood any other time. These are strange circumstances we're living in. Please get the hell home immediately. And everyone was like, well, that's crazy, but that's China for you. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy, there goes that crazy police state. And then we saw the same thing happening in Italy. Little drones flying around the streets, chasing people home. And we're like, ah, that's, that's happening in Europe. That's, that's miles away. That's like on the other side of the world, man. It's never going to happen here. I'm like Holy shit! Winning TV dropping the guinea. It's a Guinea Fest 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Hoping you can earn it. Well, I'll do my absolute best, but it's only going to be disappointing now. But I appreciate the vote of confidence. I'm, I'm only going to disappoint people, though. That's the, that's the sad reality now. Now it's been built up so much. We're never going to be able to do this. This is like the Boogie is Right stream. Oh, no, I haven't even started yet. So then it, then it was happening in Spain. Don't worry, that's happening all the way over there. It'll never happen here. Then we talked about the story, ladies and gentlemen, where the White House was in consultation and with the various drone lobbies in the United States to get regulations removed. So various uh, authorities in the United States could start using drones to, quote unquote, police their own citizens. Remember, we read that story, what, three weeks ago? <laughs> That'll never happen here. That's conspiracy theory nonsense. Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> police say they need the drones to be able to watch people in places where police cars can't go. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. It's being presented to you. Hey, this is just normal. This is always going to happen. Trust me. It's fine. You're going to love this. Figure out a way to get to people that police cars can't get to. Yeah. Elizabeth City Police shot this video for us to show us how drones work. 
The drones make it easier for police to see into certain areas where access by patrol uh, cars is more difficult. What, like on the roofs of buildings? <laughs> you know, we just can't get our patrol car up there. Thank you for the diamond, Gary Vance. Follow Gary Vance on DLive, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Gary Vance. He is our favorite boomer here on the Daily Boogie. Can't happen here, folks. You know, I just can't get my patrol car up on the on the, set, on the 18th floor of this fucking apartment building over here. What do you want me to do, huh? We're going to have to fly the cars up there. We're going to have to drop them up there with a helicopter. No, we'll get the drone. See, we've all, we should always had the drones. That includes tight spaces between buildings, <laughs> behind schools, and in backyards. In backyards! Woo! <laughs> yes! Your backyard! <laughs> you know, it wouldn't even be a problem, but we've got this issue. A lot of people ain't taking the social distancing rules seriously. They're getting together in their backyards. They're having grilling. They're barbecuing, they're inviting friends over. We can't allow that kind of shit to be taking place here in New Jersey. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to fly fucking drones over your backyard to see what you're doing back there. What, you think you're just... Be you can't own property, dude. <laughs> Don't forget your living room. Exactly. I want to say how the grass is growing. Uh, Brave Bigot in the chat says, my property. Now, we, we touched on this a few weeks ago. Part of the regulations that it's the small UAV coalition. Holy shit! ROTC, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only. Well, there's two of them. Thank you for the Ninja Gini. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Nerds! <laughs> uh, follow Revenge of the Sis on DLive, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash... Revenge of the Sis. Royce and Mersh. I was just watching it before I went live. I like to watch Revenge of the Sis just before I go live, just in case they do something that I have in my rundown, and then I can drop it from my show. Because I'm like, well, I can't do it better than that. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Uh, I think that was Royce. Uh, every uh, Big fan of the Beatles we found out last night, if you are watching the Sunday Night Shit Show. Loves the Beatles. Huge fan. <laughs> thank you for joining us. An absolute pleasure. So your backyard, that's now common area. That's now common ground. And we were talking about the regulations that the small UAV coalition was lobbying the White House to have removed, right? One of those regulations was flying drones over private property. Because people like to say shit like, well, I'll just shoot it down. But if the authorities, ladies and gentlemen, the people who are trying to protect you from yourselves... Holy shit! JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. Might as well join the car tyres over Boogie We Got Going here. Thank you very much, JJ Stoner. Dropping the guinea in our lap. DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. You're all being very generous. I'm going to have to pump up the... I'm going to have to pump up the uh, the chest here. We can't allow this to, to go past. You're all being tremendously generous. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. So one of the regulations that they were trying to drop was flying over private property because people like to say, well, I'll just shoot the drones down. But you see, if they get that regulation removed, if you shoot the drone down, you'll now be destroying police property. 
It could be buzzing six feet above your roof. If you shoot it down, you will be treated just like you're taking a golf club to a police car. It'll be the same as shooting a police car, legally. So here we are. Police using drones to enforce social distancing. It'll never happen here. That only, that only happens in communist China. That only happens in wacky, crazy places like the EU, in Italy and Spain. Don't worry, our government will never do it here. We've got the Second Amendment. We've got the Constitution. That'll never happen here. Failure to comply could lead to a summons or a thousand dollar fine. Oh, really? Do you think the drones watching over people is a good idea or a bad idea? I think at any, at this point, it's worth a try. It's worth a try. <laughs> Who cares about privacy? We're trying to save lives here. I mean, at this point, people are dropping dead, left, right and centre. There's piles of bodies. Piles of them. At this point, it's worth a try. Ah, okay. So's heroin. Why not? It's just an invasion of your privacy. The yeah. mayor's heard it all. My answer to those people are, if these drones yeah. save one life, yeah. it is clearly worth the activity and the information <laughs> that the drones are sending. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Ring the bell and Just get one your line. cheese, man. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, JJ Stoner. Did you hear that? You see, this archaic nonsense, this antiquated, archaic idea, ladies and gentlemen, that you have of privacy. <laughs> I mean, Ring what the if bell we could save get your one cheese, person? Man. Thank you for the sub, Coffee with Sandra. We could save one guy, one child. He should have said child person yeah people don't care about one person dying what if we could save one poor innocent little child huh wouldn't it all be worth it i'll see you in hell don't you think it would be all worth it i mean nobody wants to bury a loved one i think we have to do away with the whole idea of privacy who knows we might save one life he's not even ensuring that one life will be saved what if we save one life we may as well give it a go we may as well try. The drones donated by DJI, a Chinese company. <laughs> Thank you, China. <laughs> I, <I'm... laughs> Thank you. Thank you, China. All jokes aside, what is the fucking point of it? And, I'm, like, I'm not picking on you because they're doing the same dumb shit here in this country. Thank you for the guinea. Henry, Henry St. George Tucker Bumper, ladies and gentlemen. Too fast to tyranny. Yes, Poppy, a Chinese company. So I'm not picking on you. They're doing the same dumb shit here. They're doing the same dumb shit in the UK. They're doing it in Italy. They're doing it in Spain. Let me ask you a serious question, if I may. What is the fucking point of all this if we just do the exact same thing that China does? What's the point of all this in the end? China, ladies and gentlemen, locked down whole cities. China banned people from going outside. China shut down businesses to enforce social distancing. 
China started locking people up and fining people if they were caught out on the street. China suspended what little rights their people have in the name of protecting them from coronavirus. China started sending up drones. China introduced a smartphone app to track people's movements. We've covered that on this show. That's coming. That's already in the works. We played the clip last week of Donald Trump talking about it at the fucking press conference. Well, Google's doing great things, tremendous things. I mean, some people, some people out there, they have a problem. There's a constitutional problem. But let me tell you, we're going to do it so much better than everybody else. We're going to do it so much bigger and bigger, better than China. We are just doing the exact same thing China did and continues to do. Whether it's locking people down, whether it's shutting down the economy, whether it's arresting people for flouting social distancing rules, whether it's increasing the pervasiveness of the surveillance state, whether it's sending fucking drones up into the sky to police people from social distancing, and now to rub salt in the wound, the drones themselves come from China. (laughs) Not not even American-made drones. Chinese drones. A couple of weeks ago, you had uh, Governor Cuomo of New York fucking uh, falling over himself to thank China for their generosity. Thank you for the ventilators. We couldn't have done this without you. I'd like to thank the Honourable Chairman of the Chinese Foreign Community Board or whatever the fuck it was, rattling off all of the Chinese authorities' names. Thank you so much, China. And now the police forces in the United States, the authorities in the United States are now literally flying Chinese drones. <laughs> so what, are we, what the fuck are we doing here? And people want to argue about, oh, this was a good idea. This was a bad idea. Oh, he started too soon. Oh, he started too late. Oh, it's worse than the flu. It's not worse than the flu. It doesn't We're just doing the exact same thing China did. So what's the fucking point? I don't know. Have gone to 43 agencies. I, I, th- I thought we were different in the West. Apparently not. Now, you know, it, it's worth a try. Anything's worth a try. He's in 22 states, all to help enforce social distancing rules. Enforcing social distancing rules, huh? Old man Rasta, thank you for the diamond, sir. They are working to secure the Chinese century. As Frozen Asian said on this show last week in the chat, ladies and gentlemen, you trust China. China is like a big cuddly panda. You can trust that China now. China is very nice man. Big cuddly panda, big cuddly teddy bear. They don't hurt anybody. You should not be congregating in groups. Authorities say the drones aren't taking pictures or collecting evidence. <laughs> oh, that's reassuring. <laughs> they have cameras. We're just choosing not to use them. It's a high-tech warning against a deadly virus. Mm. One of the things, Eamon, the... Author- <laughs> I, still can't, I still can't get over reporters wearing fucking face masks on camera. There's nobody around you. You don't need the mask on. Authorities here say is that they expect as the weather gets warmer, more people will be outside and there's a tendency to group together. And they think the drones will be even more effective, or at least they hope so, again, as the weather gets warmer. And they... Gee, you, you know what I want to say? I want to see... Real after real after real after real on local news networks of people just giving the finger to these drones. Constantly. I want people, I want authorities complaining. 
that they can't show any drone footage because all they're getting is people mooning it and flashing their dicks and giving it the finger, right? Well, we'd love to show you some footage about how effective these drones are, but unfortunately, all of the images are essentially legally pornographic, so we're not allowed to show it on 6 o'clock news. That's the law now, Boogie. You have to wear a mask outside. Oh, inshallah. <laughs> oh, I'm happy that the ladies are finally covering up. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's edition of It'll Never Happen Here. So flying drones are seasonal. Good question. Iceman. Follow Iceman, by the way. Double four, double three. Wow. What a time to be alive, huh? Drones flying overhead. Essentially, the West is essentially becoming China. We are dealing with the coronavirus in the exact same way that China did. The exact same way. Same timeline, just a little bit further behind. But maybe it's not all bad. I decided, ladies and gentlemen, to check out corporate news to see if I could get the real story, the real goss, the real hard-hitting issues. And I came across this little gem from Michael Smirkornish. It's been a while since we checked in with Michael. So I thought I'd see what Michael Smirkornish is concerned about, ladies and gentlemen, at everybody's favourite global news network, that being CNN. Let's have a look. Donald Trump, talk radio host. Yeah. News broke this week that the president himself recently pitched the idea of broadcasting a daily two-hour talk radio program from the <laughs> White House to address America about the virus. Allow <laughs> talk radio host. When <laughs> callers to dial in. Then he apparently decided against it. How come? Why? According to the New York Times, mainly because he didn't want to step on the toes of longtime supporter Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> well, I think I'd be a good host, a tremendous host, very good host. You know, we're getting tremendous numbers with our morning briefing, our afternoon briefing every day. And I think it would be a great opportunity to take calls and do some, do some live throws to some on-the-scene reporters. But you know, my good friend Rush Limbaugh over there, Rush does tremendous work, great work. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to get in his way. It wouldn't be the right thing to do. It's okay, he'll be dead soon, and then I'll take over the slot. Anything to keep Ben Shapiro out of that slot, I think, is a good idea. So if President Trump wants to fill Rush Limbaugh's shoes after he shuffles off the mortal coil, then so be it. You'll remember, of course, that the president thinks so highly of Rush that at his February State of the Union address, he awarded him with the Medal of Freedom. Rush returned the compliment by endorsing the idea on his program, saying Trump is one of the few who could... Thank you for the diamond coffee with Sandra. Fill my shoes with proper training and proper instruction. I can see that. I think there'd be nobody better to fill. <laughs> proper instruction. Can you imagine Donald sitting down at the desk? So you press, this is the dump button. Okay. And you press this button when you go to the traffic report. The traffic report you have to go to at 8.43 every morning. Okay. We're paying, we're renting that helicopter. So it's locked in 8.43 every single day. See the big clock on the wall? Yeah, I see the clock. So every day to throw to the traffic report, you hit this button, Donald. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I think I've got this licked. Fill my shoes than Donald Trump. I find it once again, very pleasantly satisfying that a man who owns television wants to be on radio. Joining me now is Brian Rosenwald. He literally earned a PhD studying talk radio. You knew there was such a degree. Studying talk radio is now a PhD, huh? 
professor of talk radio. He wrote. He, he looks like a professor of talk radio, doesn't he? The definitive book on the subject is. Why is he sitting like this? He's sitting like he's at the. He's in the. He's in a chair and he's at the top of a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Like he's hanging on to the bottom of his seat. It's called Talk Radio's America, How an Industry Took Over a Political Party That Took Over the United States. I should also add that when Rush heard me interview Brian previously, well, he said this about the premise what of did Brian's he say? book. What did he say, Michael? All of the books about talk radio, how many of them totally miss either the history of the modern era and then what has happened since then. But this guy kind of gets it. His name is uh, yeah. th 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 Brian Rosenwald. He was Brian on CNN Rosenwald. Saturday. So nobody saw this. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I have to laugh at the I last have to I have to laugh, Brian. He's kicking my network in the balls. Isn't it great? I mean, people lose sight of the fact he's got a sense of humor. That's Very part funny. of the way in which he has succeeded as an entertainer, even if he's taking a shot at me. That's right, and Michael, he is always joking around. I mean, I was looking yesterday. He's always joking around. He's got a great sense of humor. He's got Joe Biden his plugs in Rush speak um, because presumably talking about his hairline. Uh, and Deborah Bricks is the scarf queen. So he's always joking around, having a good time, trying to put on a good show. <laughs> So listen, in earning a PhD studying talk radio... In your expert opinion, sir... You had to listen to a lot of bloviators like me. Mm. Does Donald Trump have the chops to succeed as a talk radio host? Absolutely. Uh, we, we see it every night, Michael. He, he does these press conferences, and granted, they, they leave a lot of us angry. They, they sound all over the map and things. But here's the thing. You never know what you're going to get. You never and know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. There is some sort of something mm. that sets social media aflame yes. and that is a headline for the next day. He's you, you almost have to tune in. You have to tune in. Would you tune in to Donald Trump FM, ladies and gentlemen? Donald Trump, the radio host, the talk radio host? What would that sound like? <laughs> You're listening to Metropolitan Radio, New York. This is so dumb. <laughs> the wonderful sound of Metropolitan Radio, New York. AM and FM. Yes, everybody, welcome to WNEU AM Radio New York, Men Metropolitan New York. It's a wonderful day outside, big, beautiful day here in the big, beautiful Apple. We Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's guest, today's guest on the show, we're going to have Rush Limbaugh. He's not dead yet. We're not competing with him, though. We're on at 8 a.m. At 8.15, we're going to go down to the local community center. I hear the WNEW guys are out there with the rock van. They're going to be handing out cans of Pepsi. <laughs> They're going to be handing out cans of Pepsi and meat raffle tickets. So you want to be sure to get yourself down there to the local Hooters. <laughs> See the guys of the rock crew. Coming up after nine, we're going to be discussing. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 
Welcome to POTUS 45 FM. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you about those Democrats running Washington. You know, I heard so many things about Washington, big things, tremendous things. <laughs> Do you want to see Donald Trump, the, the breakfast radio host, ladies and gentlemen? I think it has a chance. I think it can get up. Speaking of local news, I saw this just a few minutes before we went live, and I thought this was fun because a lot of people have been talking, ladies and gentlemen, recently about, oh, you know, those funny little stories, the funny little lockdown quarantine stories of, uh, oh, my boyfriend walked past in his underwear while I was having a a Zoom meeting. (laughs) So inconvenient. I was trying to conduct a Skype meeting with my boss and the dog jumped up and knocked the laptop over. And it was very funny. Or some girl, you know, she was taking a piss on camera. <laughs> it's so it's so quirky and weird and fun to be in lockdown. People have been sharing all of their fun stories. So this woman from KCRA, Channel 3, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where it's from. I don't know what city KCRA is from. But she is a local radio reporter. She was giving a an interview from her home, from the bathroom in her own home. And unfortunately didn't do the appropriate amount of OPSEC before she went live. And this went out live to however many people were watching it. People definitely want access to their services. So people won't have to. Can you see it? (laughs) Press one in the chat if you can see it. (laughs) She's doing her hair on camera. Hairstylist want to work. Okay, she's a hairstylist. Always close the door. Isn't that wonderful? Natty sees it. Natty's the first one to see it. Just the old just the old boy in there. Is there a dildo? No, no, no. Look behind her, Gypsy. Look behind her in the shower. <laughs> there you have it. Well, there might have been two people watching at the time, but I think probably a million people have seen this by now. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The horrors of the live cross to your bathroom. Oh, dear. To do this much longer. In Stockton, Melinda Mesa, KCRA, 3 News. <laughs> what does that say about me, says Daddy? I don't know. I'll leave that for the audience to decide. They have it. Fantastic. When, when you take these people out of the studio, they are more amateur than the average YouTuber. When you get them away from their production teams and their editors and their floor managers and people whispering things, giving them advice in little earpieces and stuff, they are very, very, very average at what they do. But I do love local news. Speaking of being violated on camera, ladies and gentlemen, I found this lovely little, lovely little story. Mum feels violated after spotting advert claiming family has died from coronavirus. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's have a look family took this professional photo for their holiday card. Last week, that same photo showed up in this ad. For fa- (laughs) 
So you take a little family photo for a custom holiday card. They're very popular now. I get that. You've taken this little photo for your custom holiday card to send out to your friends and family. Look, it's us. Oh, isn't it nice? And then you're watching TV and a few weeks later, that photo that you took for your card shows up on an advertisement saying that your family has died from coronavirus. They've, they're doing their research, aren't they? <laughs> oh my God, am I dead? Is this like a Beetlejuice situation? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Fucking horrifying. How did they even get the photo on the first? Somebody's decided at the CDC. A government organization with billions of dollars to spend somebody's just on gone on google and found white family that'll do let's rip that down where'd it come from i don't know somebody's facebook or something who cares okay here's a family that is dead <laughs> photo for their holiday card last week that same photo showed up in this ad for a face mask saying the entire family had died <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fear campaign, no. It's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Except for the youngest son. Who would have the audacity to clearly not know a family and type that they had died? The ad goes on to say that the family went to a church service in the middle of this pandemic ah. and contracted COVID-19. <laughs> it's on the forefront of everybody's mind. Is, is, is any of it true? <laughs> They've just invented a whole life story around this family. They went to a church service, 176 people went to the church service. The poor, poor little Timmy couldn't get a respirator and he died. And the mum's watching it on TV. What? I'm dead now? What the fuck happened here? Mind and the news and everything and how quickly it is taking lives. It could so, so clearly be true to people. Over the next couple of days, Sarah Ansich was inundated with Facebook messages from concerned family and friends. And they oh my god, your Timmy is dead and you didn't even tell me? Mom, he's not dead. <laughs> oh my god, Sarah, the whole family has been wiped out. Why didn't you say anything? I could have helped. Why didn't we why didn't you go to a hospital? Every call over and over and over again. How are you coping? Are you doing okay? Are you doing well? I just heard. I just heard the news on the television. It's awful. Nobody's dead. She's in denial. She's in denial. You know, it's okay, sweetie. There are ways of coping with stress. No, no, mum, it's not true. Nobody's dead. Everybody's fine. The news just put it up there. Oh, God, she's not taking it well. She's really not taking it well. I should go over there. Can I come over? Should I come over? Do you need a hug? No, no, we're fine. Everybody's alive. Oh, dear. Just give her some space, honey. It's fine. She'll get over it. Hey, we're all, you know, reaching out saying, is this true? You know, you haven't posted anything in a while. People are saying it's time for a lawsuit. I would take advantage of the opportunity. Well, I guess I don't have to pay taxes now. Didn't you see the fucking news report? I'm dead, you idiot. Are you there? The CDC said so, and the CDC is never wrong. Are you okay? She tried reporting the video to Facebook, but it kept popping up in her feed. It was upsetting. <laughs> um, it's violating. Sarah says she hasn't posted the photo on social media in years. Mm -hmm. But if you do a reverse image search on Google, yep. the photo is on several Pinterest boards for examples of family photos. Oh. I don't know how I could have prevented this. Or by not uploading the photo in the first place. That's the only way. Remember the uh, story we did uh, two months ago 
about the new software being that has been developed and is now being used by law enforcement agencies, about 400 of which are in the United States. The AI program, ladies and gentlemen, that scours the internet looking for family photos, personal photos, selfies and whatnot. So then uh, you can take a picture of somebody and within fractions of a second, it instantaneously pulls up all of the pictures and scoops up all of the data associated with the pictures that match the, uh, the picture that you've taken. And it can bring up your name, your address, where you work, where you live and who your friends are. Remember that? <clears throat> nah. Remember we played uh, Neil Cavuto on Fox News, essentially soft promoting this idea. Well, it's great. It's a, it's a tool for law enforcement. Remember that? It's just a law enforcement tool. There's nothing to worry about. This is all fine. I would have. In the video, the maker of the face mask, Filter Max, claims it's the most efficient respirator on the market and is FDA approved. We checked with the FDA and it's not. The ad also has video of a teenager identified as a member of the Ansich family. Really? Happily recounting his survival. You know, and I'm <laughs> Now they're getting actors to play the family members in the photo that's not them. <laughs> Here's my family before coronavirus took hold. Now half of the family is dead. Here is the surviving son from that photograph. They blur his face out, so obviously you can't make the connection that it's not fucking him. This guy has gone above and beyond to sell his face masks. It's FDA approved. It's not FDA approved. Here's a family suffering from the effects of coronavirus. It's not a family suffering the effects of coronavirus. Here's the son from that photo. It's an actor. <laughs> Doing tremendous work over here. Curious about the boy in the video too. Where's he in this? Does he know that he's out there? No, he's we just reached an actor. out to Facebook and they immediately pulled down the ad and there uh, were several versions of it. Mm. Facebook also says in order to crack down on businesses, taking advantage of fear during Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. During this pandemic, it is banned all ads having to do with hand sanitizer, face masks, wipes, and COVID-19 tests. Oh, that's not an overreaction. That's fine. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Dead. I I'm surprised nobody in the chat used the line. I'm surprised nobody. We even had Royce in here. In the uh, We even had Revenge of the Sis in here. They dropped a Ninja Gini on us. Thank you so much. Nobody in the chat thought to use the line, I didn't even know she was sick. I can't believe it. I'm so, I'm so very fucking disappointed in all of you. <laughs> you could have... It was waiting. I was waiting for somebody to say, if I missed it in the chat, apologies. But I was waiting for somebody to say, I didn't even... Kimmy did. Okay, Kimmy's saying she did. I didn't even know they were sick. Okay. I should have known better. Oh, I'm in a good mood. Let's. Do you want more feel-good stories, ladies and gentlemen? How about this one? Parents name baby sanitizer as a as a reminder of coronavirus pandemic, setting their kids up for life. Parenting. People think that parenting is some kind of accessory now, but I think that's wrong. I think parenting is all about preparing your child for later life, and if you name your baby sanitizer. It's sure to work out well. 
Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. Follow Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy for my favourite Aussie. Well, thank you so much, Joy of Pessy. Very generous of you. Little, Let's have a look at little baby sanitizer here. The, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted our lives in, way we, in ways we never thought possible, from social restrictions to hygiene practices. Now, it appears to have also started influencing baby name trends. Well, I guess if it, if it gets Muhammad off the top of the list in the UK, maybe it's not a bad thing. Imagine if Muhammad was replaced by sanitizer. <sighs> Shout out to our brothers and sisters over in the UK. COVID-related names for newborns have begun to emerge, especially in India. A child... Oh, so it's in India. Okay. Whew, thank God minute there I thought it was the modern world a child there has been called sanitizer by his parents who wanted to remember the coronavirus endemic couldn't you just take a photo how about some newspaper clippings wouldn't that be good enough you know they're going to make documentaries about it one day they might there might even be a feature film or two joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen the diamond says wife and I are going to name our kid bat soup delicious According to an Indian media outlet, holy shit! KB with the Ninja Gini, very generous of you, sir. Thank you so much. I think he likes the idea of naming his baby sanitizer. Thank you so much. <laughs> very generous. According to an Indian media outlet, Deccan, the Deccan Herald. The child's father, Ovmir Singh, said the name would help them mark this period in time. Like I said, take some newspaper clippings, man. How about a postcard? Everyone if is fighting this virus. Everyone is fighting against this virus. From our Prime Minister to ordinary people, this sanitizer is our contribution. Thanks for chipping in, bro. <laughs> Thanks for chipping in to fight the virus, man. <laughs> What are you doing? Well, I'm handing out masks at the local orphanage. Oh, good, good. And what are you doing, Singh? Well, I'm spreading awareness about social distancing on social media. That's a very good idea. And what are you doing, Yuvraj? Well, I named my baby sanitizer. Oh. Well. Why did you do that? Well, I think it's important to mark this place in history, and also I want to spread awareness about the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So... Now, when I'm at the childcare center with the other 10,000 babies from my street, I'll yell out, sanitizer, sanitizer, and everybody will look. And then my baby sanitizer will come. <laughs> now, I, now I get to put sanitizer on every Christmas card. Merry Christmas from Yuvraj, Ella, and little sanitizer. Sanitizer is one of the best ways to protect oneself against contracting coronavirus infection. We will remember this period whenever we utter his name. Get your ass down here, sanitizer. Clean up your room, sanitizer. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thinking ahead. JJ Stone, a dead penis. Thanks, Boog. <laughs> See, he's just getting me to read things for his soundboard because that's what he's doing now. JJ Stoner in the chat. Thank you for joining us. Look, we need to take this seriously. I think naming your baby sanitizer is a good start. 
because who knows what might come. I saw this on Inside Edition, ladies and gentlemen, new symptoms. You've heard about the headaches. You've heard about the dry cough. You've heard about the heavy feelings in the lungs. Have you heard about this? Thousands of protesters, many in cars and trucks, took to the streets of the state. And can I just say a tip of the hat? We didn't spend much time on it last week, but a big tip of the hat to the people of Michigan for getting out there and doing this. It's a, it, was, it was very encouraging to see. It's a good start. People here are starting to get the shits with this too. We had the government come out, I don't know, what, last night? and say that um, certain so certain aspects of social distancing could last till the end of the fucking year. So now you're so filthy sanitizer. So now you're just getting wall to wall growing, you know, growing resentment of these restrictions and these lockdowns. The majority of people still want them, don't get me wrong, but I think the tide is starting to turn because like we said on this show before, unless it affects you directly, you don't give a fuck. So people, you know, standing back, cheering and clapping for the idea of people getting thrown in prison if they walk outside. They're cheering the fact that people are getting $1,000 fines for going to the beach when there's nobody else on the beach. They think it's a wonderful idea until it happens to them. Then all of a sudden, they're not fans of it anymore. So let's see. Capital in Michigan. I've lost two. What have you lost? Two jobs now. Two jobs. And I think it's time that... They're furious over Governor Gretchen Whitmer's lockdown restrictions, the toughest in the nation. I'm going to ask you all to disperse. Tempers are flaring across the country. <laughs> this is America! In Raleigh, North Carolina, protesters Raleigh. gathered on sidewalks holding signs that read, Reopen North Carolina. Many not wearing masks and ignoring... Oh. Oh, many weren't wearing masks and they were ignoring social distancing rules. Social distancing. The message is being echoed by some of the nation's business leaders. Mm. Fauci and, and the people in the, in the medical area, those people would like to see no deaths, no, uh, mm. no infections. Yeah. Uh, boom, everything is safe. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not, not going to happen for a long time. And, yeah. and we can't wait to the end. That that. That is going to be a disaster for us. The stimulus checks going out this week will hopefully ease the pain. But the Washington Post claims the millions of checks face delays in getting to people because the president insisted on putting his name on them. <laughs> and it worked too. I don't know. I was watching uh, the Kill Stream the other night when Revenge of the Sis were on Thursday night. I'm not a big watcher of the Kill Stream because it's on the same time as Nightwave and I'd rather watch Nightwave. <clears throat> Nightwave 10 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, by the way, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio with uh, the lover of French women, Mersh. He'll be on later tonight. Uh, so I was watching the kill stream and they played this short video. <laughs> it, it fucking worked. Trump putting his name on the checks worked because it was just tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. It's like, hell yeah, Trump, my nigga. My <laughs> Trump, you low key, my nigga. You orange, my president, son of a bitch. You give me the 1200, 1200 Trump bucks hitting my bank account today, motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just putting his name on it. Everyone's like, hell yeah, Trump, my nigga, baby. Donald I Trump laughed. is I holding laughed. it up. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> because he wants his name he wants on the memo name. line. 
of the check. The Treasury yeah. Department is denying Get the to report. the symptoms. The Treasury Department the says that there will be no delay in getting those. Where's the symptoms? We're looking for new symptoms. Here we go. Now, this is what I was looking for. So you heard of the, the cough, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard of the headaches. You've heard of the heavy feeling in the chest. Here's the latest symptom that you need to be on, on the lookout for when it, in regards to COVID-19. Have a look. Uh, being stored in refrigerated trucks like this one here at Mount Sinai Hospital. We're learning today about a new symptom of COVID-19. What's that? Doctors in Europe reporting they are seeing foot sores. On <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> foot sores. So Bray Figgins in the chat like, come on, <laughs> show feet, exactly. So can you imagine how wonderful, can you imagine how fantastic it's going to be? Everyone, look at your feet right now. <laughs> imagine how fantastic it's going to be when in places like, you know, New Jersey and other places, they're going to make, you, you're going to be, it's going to be illegal to walk outside without a face mask on. But it's going to be illegal to wear shoes because they'll need to be able to see your toes from the drone. The little drone buzzes down. Please put your feet up to the camera. Okay, he's clear. Face mask on, shoes off. That's that's the way we're going to work now. We will literally become a third world country. On a number of patients similar to chicken pox. Chicken pox. These little blue patches that are existing on kids' feet in particular. Kids and it feet. seems to be a lot more common than we thought. Doctors mm. initially thought they were spider bites or some unrelated condition, but mm. it turns out they're probably from blood vessels being blocked off by the right. virus. And if you see them, that's one of the signs that you may actually have COVID-19. Let's not make the mistake of pulling the plug too early as much as we all want to. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom is outlining what life will look like. Show us your feet, Gavin. After the Does nail fungus count? I hope so. Lockdown is lifted and it's pretty bleak. I'm Diane McInerney in Los Angeles. Summer is a, a very cute newsreader. Effectively canceled. That's essentially must be LA. <laughs> what the governor is saying is he outlined a plan for restaurants and stores to slowly get up and running with social distancing and everyone wearing masks and gloves. But you can forget about. She's got her mask off though. <laughs> Everybody needs to see my collagen injected lips. What's the point in getting $20,000 worth of fiberglass pumped into your face if I have to walk around on TV with this fucking mask on? Are you kidding me? Those high-profile summer... So instead, she decided to go with the look of hanging the mask from one ear. It's like wearing a dress off one shoulder. <laughs> very, very clicky. Concerts and sporting events. The governor says it's highly unlikely we'll be getting together in large arenas until their so-called herd immunity or Heard we get immunity. a vaccine. For these frustrated citizens, that can't come soon enough. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> An opportunity for you to check your toes. Uh, I did want to take some calls tonight on the Discord, so if you wanted to jump on and have a chat about whatever you want, then jump in the uh, general chat on Discord, and after the break, we'll pull you in. Going to take a quick five-minute break. When we come back, a couple of stories that I've wanted to get to, depending on if we get any calls or not. Um, somebody in the chat will post the Discord link if you're interested, if you want to get on. 
generally most people don't. So you probably go straight to the head of the queue. If you do want to go on and have a chat about whatever you want, I thought, why not? It's been a while since we've taken Discord calls. So let's have at it. It might be the last time too. <laughs> so after the break, I did want to get to a couple of quick stories. Um, cash, ladies and gentlemen, they're running out. It's, it's time. Never let a good crisis go to waste, as you know. So they're trying to get rid of cash. And also uh, a couple that live with their with their boyfriend and girlfriend. So it's a husband and wife. The wife has a boyfriend. The husband has a girlfriend. The girlfriend has sex with the husband. The boyfriend has sex Thank with the wife. I'll see you in hell. But the boyfriend and girlfriend don't have sex with each other. A very interesting dynamic, I think worth exploring. So we'll be back after a few minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, please stick around. If you do, uh, we'll see you on the other side. If not, then so long, sucker. See you in a few minutes. Your novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot Idiot slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. My I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ. What are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> you. 
you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive. With zeros for O's, because everything in your life is that difficult. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. To see you over there very soon It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pepsi Enjoy the joy of Pepsi Enjoy the joy of Pepsi God damn, I love that song <laughs> This Justin! The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Coming back live, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for hanging out Monday night. This is the Daily Boogie. Your host, Boogie Bumper. Second half of the show. Still so much to get to. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's great to get all those together. A big shout out, JJ Stoner, uh, Joy of Pessy, Major Tom, who we might be able to speak to any second now. Major, 
uh, Major Tom, Frozen Asian, Irrational Times, of course, uh, all great shows. And like I said last week, I used to get this a lot more, but I get it less frequently now, which is a nice release. Um, people, somebody got in touch with me and was like, why are you sharing these shows out? It's disgusting. I think they mentioned JJ Stoner specifically by name, but then just generally everybody else. Why do you share out JJ Stoner in those other awful, awful shows? <laughs> that's that's like it was along those lines, and it was it was shit. Like I used to have so much respect for you. I don't know why you're sharing these shows out. I don't like them. It's not nice. Blah 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 blah. And I didn't even I didn't even respond. I just instantly deleted the message. I'm like, Ugh. I can't even remember persons. It was something like you know, MAGA thought forty five with a flag. I don't I don't know something. Something uh, very programmed. And, you know, like I said last week, the the reason that I'm sharing these programs out and the reason that I'm sharing these shows out is because I'm a fan of them. <clears throat> the reason I tell people to watch Nightwave and watch Revenge of the Sissies is because I like it. It's It makes me laugh. I like these shows. I'm a fan of these shows. A legitimate fan. I enjoy watching them. So I'm like, here, come and watch the thing that I like watching. Check it out. You don't have to like it. That's fine. But fuck, don't tell me. Don't tell me who to like. Jesus Christ. Speaking of who to like, here's somebody that I'm sure you'll like if you haven't yet met Major Tom. Major Tom is with us now, ladies and gentlemen. Host of uh, the big is he the host of the Big Empty on at noon or is he the Big Empty host of Major Tom? I don't know. We'll soon find out. Major Tom. Well. Well, it's it's the big empty, and I'm Major Tom, so it's really the big empty with MT. See, it's it's ah. kind of confusing. I get it, yeah. but it works. It does work. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for jumping in. How are you? Oh, well, thank you for having me. You know, it's it's amazing uh, that people don't like the shows that you follow. Like me, I get right because I'm I'm kind of like a uh, an oddball. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a it's a, an acquired taste for me. But JJ JJ's like a fun fat guy that's stoned all the time, right? He's just a I mean, jolly. He's just a jolly stoner. Everybody needs yeah. a jolly stoner in their life at some point. And if you're if you're gonna tell me you haven't laughed at midgets sometime, you're lying to me. Exactly. Midgets are funny. I don't care what anybody says. Exactly. I I like I like your show because for me it's a podcast to slit your wrist to. Like, right. Well, like our, our shows are kind of similar, yeah. right? But you you have some hope left. Me, I just <laughs> I just laugh the whole time because I'm so broken that I can't take it anymore, right? Wow. Like for me, it's just like this is how bad it is, and it's just that bad. I'm not going to cheer you up about it. It's, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I get that a lot. Like I'm too pessimistic. I'm too negative. I'm not looking at the positives enough. So if you're one of the people that accuses me of being too pessimistic, check out Major Tom's show on Sunday at 12. <laughs> That'll freak yeah, you the fuck it's out. It's like this, but sad, right? It's, it's like I said, it like it, it is like goth public SSTV. You don't want to watch it, but it's the only thing on Sundays at noon. So you might as well check it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, I don't know if you covered it yet because I've been kind of up and down watching your show. But uh, the price of oil, did you see that? That was amazing. That was so great today. Negative 30-something dollars a barrel. <laughs> it's literally free. They pay you to take it. <laughs> I, and the, be the best part was, um, if you go on Twitter a lot like I do because I get bored during the day, mm -hmm. um, all these, all these like people like uh, AOC, these hard left people, and they're like, "Oh, this is great!" You know, they're cheering it on. Oh, we're gonna get this, we're gonna get this wonderful uh, progressive agenda out of it now because uh, you know it's people are gonna be shying away from oil. I'm like, no, they're not. It's oil now. It's free. <laughs> the, the the only reason you had to buy an electric car is gone now. <laughs> it's, it's not Flame cost effective. on. Flame and on. Not only that, Let's yeah, burn you're, more you're, oil. 
Let's refine yeah, now, more fuel. Now you're cheering on like the loss of like hundreds of thousands of oil jobs. It's, like, it's so like spit in the face to all these people that are going to be homeless now on top of the people that are already homeless from the lockdown. It's great. That's fantastic. I, and people will probably assume that like oil is going to be a lot cheaper. Like so your fuel for your car is going to drop like it's going to cut in half. Uh, I don't know what it's like for you guys in the States. It's probably a little bit different. But over here, like it's something ridiculous, like 70 or 80 percent of the cost of fuel that you put in your car is actually taxes, state taxes and federal government taxes. Right. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the like how Australia works their tax system out. Uh, but over here, well, it's, it's, rape. Actually, it's, it's basically rape. Based. It's rape, basically. Everybody's oh, taxing. Oh, it, it is here, too, in certain places. But, like, here, it varies so differently. Like, I'm in Florida, right? So my taxes are actually not that bad uh, because we have Disney World, and they pay all of our taxes for nice. everybody. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> it's like so oil like fields in Alaska. My gas is $1.61, but I know, I know in New York and California, it's still, like, three fifty for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know wow. It's that different. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think in uh, I think Bring in Cali, like eighty percent of your, your fuel cheese, price is man. all taxes. <laughs> it's, it's all you're paying is tax. Right. Yeah, and you don't have income tax either, do you, in Florida? Not here, but again, it's so it's so varied. Like other places, you will, and like yeah, I think if, even if you go like one state up, uh, it's like Alabama, you'll get income tax in the state, but we don't. Right. Okay. So we have uh, federal taxes and state taxes and local government taxes. And then we also have something called the GST, which is the goods and services tax. So that's every single product you buy also has a 10% tax on it. But this is to that's, be expected. Yeah, that is rape. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is to be expected when you come from a country that was founded by criminals, like legitimately, right? Because everybody's yeah, that's stealing. all you had to elect. So that's what the, the kind of government you're going to get is a criminal. Well, it's in our DNA. Like, everybody needs a piece. One of my favorite things is uh, nicotine for your vape juice, right? It's illegal to sell nicotine vape juice here, but it's legal to import it, right? So what happens is people make it in Australia. They'll then send it to another country and then ship it back in. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Here we keep going back and forth whether or not we're going to make it legal for sale or not. We can't figure it out. No. One day it's one thing, the next day it's I don't know. Well, I, see, I'm not a, a vape. This, this way, everybody gets paid, though. You see, this is the criminal aspect. So you pay the taxes when you send it out, and you pay the taxes when you bring it back in. So everybody gets a slice before it gets to the consumer. Again, well, hold on. Not everybody. Just the government <laughs> gets the slice. <laughs> it's not everybody. It's just one person getting two slices. They, they get like You get one slice, and they get the whole rest of the pie. I think that's how it works. Uh. Well, I mean, their slice is two thirds of the pie. Exactly. <laughs> right. So it's it's a little different terminology for slice that they use. So where where do you see? What do you think the effect of the oil prices now essentially being free? What do you think is going to happen next? Because I know you like to deal with a few uh, economics from time to time on your show. So what do you think this is going to cascade into? Well, gas gas will be cheaper, but uh, I, I think this is a problem that doesn't solve itself very quickly. Because the problem, right, is the demand is now gone. You can't fly. Well, yeah. You can't go outside, so you can't really drive anywhere. It's summertime, so you don't need any heating oil. So there's no demand now. It's Oil is going to not probably be negative forever, but it's going to be low forever, which means all these people in Texas and the oil rigs, all those people are probably going to lose their job. I think the oil rigs can't, like, shut down. Because just the way that an oil rig works, 
Yep. But you're going to see their staff like cut in half. So it's just it now we're, we're what not like uh, U.S. I think has uh, 10% unemployment. I think we're up to now. Let's just make it 15, 15, 20. You know, it doesn't matter. Everybody's just going to be out of work. It's going to be great. Yeah. Do you, do you think it'll be like a two, are you foreseeing like a too big to fail kind of situation here? People will start lobbying uh, the federal government. Hey, we need a handout. We need a bailout here. We need a taxpayer bailout. Do you think that's coming like for the airlines? Oh. I, I hope so. I really do. <laughs> Just I, to accelerate it. The, the people are already confetching about it now. But if, if you tell like half of these people that you were going to bail out the oil companies after they've been selling windmills and solar power yes. for this long, oh, it's going to be it's going to be just a shit show. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> I love that you said uh, about the demand. I don't know if you saw the episode. We did an episode on this show. We played two news uh, items back to back from from the same newsroom, right? And I think the newsreader was wearing the same fucking outfit, so it might have been the same newscast. It could have been that close. The first story was. Wow, record fuel prices. They haven't been this cheap in a decade. And the very next news story was, if you're caught driving your car going on holidays, you will be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, great. I, I don't know. If, am I supposed to celebrate? So you can fill up your car with record cheap fuel prices, but you're only allowed to park it in your own driveway. That's yeah, it. you can fill it up one time. That's it. <laughs> one time will be the cheapest thing of gas you've ever bought in your Absolutely. And you can't fill up uh, extra jerry cans because then you'll be accused of hoarding it. And then the rest of the community will be like, oh, right, why yeah, are you stealing all the gas? <laughs> if we declare it an essential resource, now you're going to be a, a felon because you've been hoarding it. <laughs> Absolutely. Major Tom, uh, thanks for jumping on. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, no, that was it. I didn't know if you covered it yet. I just wanted to say what's up because I, I do love the show. Thanks, uh, especially because I get home later, so I get to watch like the end of ROTC and then you. So it works out. Beautiful. Well, Major Tom, uh, you can catch him on DLive, like I said, every Sunday at noon, 12 p.m., uh, the Big Empty. You're the Big Empty on Twitter. Is that right? Uh, yeah, but I spelled it differently. I'm making it as difficult as I Good. can for everybody. That's, a, that's the kind of person I am. That's a good marketing yeah, I'll, strategy. I'll, I'll throw the links. Yeah, I'll throw the links in the chat. No, if you if you like my content, you're gonna have to seek me out. But you know that that's that's how you get the good listeners. That way, like they want to be there. That's it, right. it was a choice. You make it hard to find, so that way the people that do find you, you know, they're committed. I like it. I that's like kind of how uh, Medicare started. So that's what I'm going for. The next, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for he's graced us with his presence. The next Mr. Medica, Major Tom. No, don't, don't do that to me. <laughs> you like, did that. Jim you has, did Jim that. has a big enough that. following that I'll get in trouble. <laughs> you like, did I threw that. my Discord link out. I threw my, my, my Discord link out to do wrestling promos. Mm -hmm. And like it was uh, the stuff I had in my Discord, it didn't bother me. But the average person would have just been like had an existential crisis. The bots I got, it was a. Oh, you got bombed. You got absolutely yeah, bombed yeah, in your own awesome. Discord. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining. Thanks for jumping on, man. Thanks for having a chat. And it was good to uh, catch up with you on Joy of Pessy. Hopefully we can do that again soon too in the future. Yeah, don't miss that. I, I co-host that also. Uh, if you like like uh, cheesy cartoons in the morning on Saturday or if you like uh, terrible, terrible movies with special guests on uh, midnights on Saturday. Excellent. Well done. Thanks, man. Thanks once again. Major Tom, uh, The Big Empty on Twitter, Sundays noon. Thanks so much for joining us, brother. Oh, thank you. There he goes. Major Tom, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute pleasure. All right. Uh, I do want to get to, and I, I really enjoy Major Tom's show. It won't be for everyone. Like I said, um, if you're one of these people that's kind of addicted to hope porn, you probably won't get it. 
if you're a bit more like me and a bit more fatalistic about things, then you'll enjoy it. Because Major Tom doesn't pull any punches. He gives it to you raw. So, like I said, uh, 12 noon, dlive.tv slash Major Tom. Replace the O's with zeros because he's making it more difficult for you. <laughs> but a great guy too. Uh, I did want to get to this story about the cash. This has been something that's been on my radar for a while. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to The Daily Boogie. These kinds of little stories started popping up maybe three weeks ago. If you're new to this program, let me give it to you like this. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll, see I'll see you in hell. hell. Uh, I, can, I, I consider myself a black shirt wearing libertarian and as Mr. America, the Beard of Truth has dubbed me, raising the black flag. So it should be pretty obvious why a cashless society, I think, conflicts with basic things like privacy and freedom. And economic freedom is freedom, right? Pay, being able to pay with legal tender with cash is the basis of freedom, really, in a marketplace. And I don't want to get too boring, but... In a cashless society, somebody has the ability to restrict your access to the marketplace by hitting one button on a keyboard. And if you consider all of the other things that we've been discussing on this show over the last couple of years, layering those things into this topic, social media uh, restrictions, right? I mean, they're already coming after your real life bank accounts based on what you do on Facebook. That should be scary enough. So imagine if you couldn't pay for things with cash. Imagine if you your only option was an electronic uh, funds transfer. How would you be then? If you had to rely 100% on technology in order to pay, uh, pay for things or to have people pay you, what happens to freedom in that environment? So being able to pay with cash is the basis of economic freedom and economic freedom is the basis of freedom. So I've started seeing these little stories just leaking out over the last few weeks because, as you know, you can't let a good crisis go to waste. And it looks to me like it's the next phase of programming, something that we're going to have to get used to because, as you know, we've been hearing over the last few weeks this term, the new normal. Oh, don't worry, there's a new normal. Things will never be the same ever again. We're going to have to get used to a new normal way of living. We're never going back to the way it was. And this, for me, looks like the next little push and don't confuse me like I'm not saying this is all for promoting a cashless society because I think that's a step too far but that doesn't mean that people won't use a crisis in order to promote their particular agenda that happens all the time on all sides so let's have a look Coronavirus is impacting the way we spend, with a growing number of retailers replacing cash with tap-and-go technology. But how safe is it? Our technology expert Trevor Long is here to break it down for us. Trevor, good evening. Is this the end of cash as we know it? Look, I do think where a lot of people are going to move away from cash, Pete, because they're realising that in this day and age, uh, most retailers are wanting us to use cards. And I think a lot of people will understand that the convenience is actually there. So Convenience. It's always for your convenience. It's always wrapped up in a neat little package. It's like taking a shit in a cardboard box and then putting a pretty bow on the outside of it. Oh, that looks like a lovely... Thank you for the lovely present. And then you open it. It's like, this is just a pile of shit. I don't want this. Too bad. You got it now. 
So I think after this is all passed, the use of cash will once again drop uh, to new lows. In a nutshell, talk us through tap and go technology. So we're all carrying around a card and we've been using them years ago for swiping or inserting them. But these days you, inserting. you can simply tap them against a terminal. These cards have got a little antenna in them and the terminal... Thank you for coming. I'll see you in here. Henry St. George Tucker Bumper in the chat. So many opposed and we get steamrolled anyways. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm as much to blame as anybody else. I'll often like just get the card out and just tap the card. I've been doing it for years, man. I, but I try to use cash. But you get caught short so often, like, ah, oh, shit, no cash. Uh, everybody's got the machine now. So every time, you know, every time I do it, I'm making it worse. I'm adding to that statistic. Oh, well, less people use cash. What do we even need cash for? We may as well get rid of it. Right? Terminals constantly waiting to, to read that antenna. And all it's doing is, is transmitting information to let the, the terminal know who's paying and whether or, not, whether or not you've got the cash. So it's a very convenient way to operate at 99% of Australian retailers. And finally, before we go, Trevor, security is a big concern for many people. Including They're my local bakery, actually, which is run by a Vietnamese family is the only business that I know of that I go to that does not accept cards still. No, no, you'll pay cash. We only accept the cash here. Like, they don't trust it. You know what I mean? I'm like, why don't you have a card machine? No, no, we don't like. We don't like. You'll just pay cash now. <laughs> There's no fucking around at that store. Uh, can I pay with my credit card? No. You want bread? You'll go, you'll go get money. You'll come back. We don't take card here. Only cash. Fuck you. <laughs> That's why I love them, because they are shamelessly anti-card. They don't give a fuck. No, pay cash only. Cash or fuck off. Including my elderly parents. They're they not comfortable with it. Is it safe? It is safe, Pete. The, uh, the information safe. that can be gathered from anyone trying to attack these cards is minimal. In fact, it's ah. the safest way to pay. It's the safest way to pay! <laughs> Safer than cash? Don't you love this rewriting? Don't you love this new reality that's being thrust upon you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tapping my card on a machine is the safest way to pay? I always... Perfect Viet accent. Thank you, Fascist Tiffy. I always thought the safest way to pay was, you know, with notes and coins. Untraceable notes and coins. No, no, no. We were wrong. I was wrong all along. Lou Frigno saying you can't hack cash. Yes, but think about the germs, sir. Think about all the germs that you're passing on. Think about all the germs that we've been passing to each other for, I don't know, hundreds of years <laughs> by exchanging cash for goods and services. It is safer than using cash because cash can't be replaced when you lose it. So. <laughs> scary part is people will watch this and go, you know, that makes sense. You know, it's very, you can't replace cash once you lose it. I never thought of it like that before. <laughs> what about when somebody gets your bank account details and starts hiring fucking Russian brides over the internet? <laughs> what? Yeah, well, they might, they might get your uh, personal details. Thank you for the diamond coffee talk with Sandra.
Don't forget to follow our friend Coffee Talk with Sandra. She's starting up her new show very soon. Warm, fuzzy feelings, positivity. The perfect counterbalance to a show like this and to Major Tom, who joined us earlier. She's going to give you the positive vibes. I, of course, think she's a maniac, but whatever. (laughs) Just kidding. We love our Jersey girl, Sandra. Well, I I never thought of it like that before. You know, I lose I lose pennies in my pocket all the time. You know, I dro- I remember dropping a dime back in 1975, I think it was, and I I'd, I'd be damned if it rolled under the fridge or the couch or went down the drain. Thank you, <laughs> I'll see you, in Thank you for joining us, Mr. President. <laughs> President Trump has entered the chat. <laughs> Hi, Potus. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, sir. <clears throat> Well, it's a great show, tremendous show. I was watching this uh, Australian guy. I think his name's Boogie Bumper. Boogie Bumper, is that his name? Mike, did you see that show? Mike saw the show. He said it was a great show, tremendous show. And I was watching, he was talking about they're going to get rid of cash. I don't know about that. I don't know if I like that idea or not. I, I would like to, I like to, at the bottom of Trump Tower, not many people know this. I know you, there's a lot of fake news out there. In the bottom of Trump Tower, I have a room filled with gold coins that I like to roll around in naked. I do that every day. I tell, I tell Melania that I'm taking calls in the office, but really what I'm doing is I'm down there rubbing notes and coins all over my naked body. It's tremendous. So I was watching Boogie Bumper the other day. Great show. Tremendous show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, the future, ladies and gentlemen, the, f- the future morning radio host, uh, President Donald Trump. You're listening to Metropolitan Radio, New York. The wonderful sound of Metropolitan Radio, New York. Welcome to WNEWAM, Metropolitan New York. Don't forget to hit up the Rock Crew. They're going to be down at the. They're going to be down at Madison Square Garden, handing out cans of Pepsi and raffle ticket raffle tickets. We'll be taking calls after 8:30 here at White House Radio. You're listening to POTUS 45 FM. Thank you for joining us, everyone. I thought D Live was free of leftists. Oh, he sounds like a communist to me. Thank you for joining us, Mrs. Ghost. <laughs> so you should have complete faith in using your card or complete a digital faith. wallet on a smartphone because oh. no information can be gathered from a scammer or a skimmer like it used to really? be when we were swiping our cards, Pete. Really? So people should understand this is safe. and the- <laughs> No information can be gathered. It is 100% foolproof. Cards, forget about cards. You lose card. You lose. You forget about cash. You lose cash. You can never get it back. Just use your card and use your phone. Throw the cash in the garbage. It's worthless. The phone using the phone is one hundred percent safe. It's fine. Absolutely nothing to worry about, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's keep the train going because, like I said, this is becoming a theme now. It's being it's being programmed into us, I think. Get get used to the idea of not having cash anymore. You don't need cash. It's time to let go of the cash. Quit living in the past, man. Shoppers will be able to use their debit and credit cards more frequently under changes to tap-and-go limits. Ah. Restrictions are being eased in many stores to try to slow the spread of coronavirus. This a wave is fine. and a smile and a coffee to go. 
This is the order of 2020. We wanted to cut all kind of hand-to-hand contact between staff and customers. See, see how the coronavirus is being used to shit on your personal freedoms, right? Your right to free assembly? Pfft, fuck that. You don't need that shit. There's a, there's a health crisis. We're protecting people. Your right to uh, religious practice, right? Fuck that. We're protecting people. Your right to privacy? Fuck that. We're protecting people. Look at what they're doing now with cash. Because up until now, it's been generally considered it's illegal not to accept legal tender. Right? If somebody's paying for something, it's illegal not to let them pay with cash. I don't know if it's the same rule in the United States, but it would make sense. But now, all of a sudden, we can just circumvent that law. Now it's like, well, no, we just decided we're not taking cash anymore. We're not accepting your cash anymore. And once the momentum starts going for that, somebody, some wise ass is going to say, well, let's just make it a rule then. Let's just make it a rule. No cash. Cash, no. Robbo, no cash. But under the guise of protecting people from coronavirus, all of a sudden, now it's no longer illegal. People are now just allowed to not accept your money. It's like, my money's just as good in cash form as it is in card form. Sorry, we're not touching it. We don't, we don't accept cash here. Really? And now all of a sudden, legal tender. I'll see you in hell. <clears throat> now all of a sudden, the, the term itself, legal tender, now it's become optional. Whether or not you accept it. Complete circumvention of the law. And nobody cares. Um, so we thought the best way to do that was to completely get rid of cash. At this cafe, just, just coronavirus is on every mind. So customers are glad cash is off the menu. We need to... <laughs> See, we're begging for this. We are begging for it. Just like 70% of people in Baltimore want spy planes flying around over their city 24 hours a day. We covered that story a few weeks ago. They want it. People are cheering when people get arrested on the beach for standing alone. People are cheering for others getting fined for sitting on a park bench alone. People are cheering for these draconian lockdown laws which are pissing your freedoms up against the wall and now they're going to be cheering for getting rid of cash. Well, it's very convenient. How about the woman at the start of the show with the drones? Well, we may as well give it a try. We may as well try flying drones around the city, ushering people back into their homes. Why not? <laughs> all of these ideas not that long ago would have been met with almost wall-to-wall consensus. Rockin' America says, I'm not begging for it at all. Yeah, but the problem is, brother, we're outnumbered here. We are severely outnumbered. That's the black pill. When you realise that... <clears throat> Those of us who, you know, respect individual freedom and want individual liberty and don't want our rights being taken away for the, under the guise of protection, when you realise that we're actually in the minority and most people are begging to hand over their rights and their freedoms because somebody has told them uh, they'll keep them safe, that's the hardest pill to swallow. Look out for the staff. You have to worry about <laughs> winning TV. Thank you for the diamond winning TV. But what if you have a heavy bag at the airport? 
referencing the video we played here of the AI face face recognition technology at the train stations and the airports in China where they've done away with paper tickets now. So you go online, you take a selfie when you buy your ticket online and then when you get to the airport, it scans your face to see if you've paid for the ticket or not. And we played the government representative in China explaining why they've put this technology in place. And his his answer was literally, I'm not even fucking joking. It sounds like a comedy routine, but I'm not joking. His answer was literally, well, sometime uh, old ladies and people come to uh, airport and train station and they have heavy bag. And it's difficult to get the ticket out of your pocket. You know, sometimes people travel with a heavy bag. So we make convenient. <laughs> Heavy bags. We, we needed to install a nationwide facial recognition aspect of the surveillance state because sometimes people travel with heavy bags. And he did it with a fucking straight face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the world we're living in. Transmitting something to someone. Ever more Australian businesses are going cashless during yeah. the pandemic. There we go. Tap and go has been... I mean, it's a tricky one for me because, like, you know, I think that businesses should have a right to conduct their business as they see fit. But I think legal tender trumps your right. You know what I mean? Being able to pay for something with cash is a right. Like I said, it's economic freedom. And economic freedom is the basis of freedom. If you can't, it's, you're, you're now going to be forcing people to conduct their banking digitally. You're going to be now, now, we're now railroading people into cashless societies by allowing the businesses to reject cash payments. See, this is how you do it the underhanded way. The government doesn't need to come out and say, make an announcement and say, okay, we're going cashless. No, no, no. They just encourage businesses to go cashless until such time as there's no point in having cash anymore. And then people say, why do we even have cash when all of these businesses only accept cards? Next thing you know, they changed the law. Now you're being cash. Used extensively over the years. Having said that, it's just we're seeing a long way more of it being used at the moment. And now even fewer car transactions will require a PIN code, with the $100 <laughs> tap and go limit increased. You will now, in many retailers, not in all, but in many retailers, be able to tap the card directly up to virtually $199.99. Meaning fewer fingers on the keypads. <laughs> for card security... Because we've got to keep people safe. ...reasons, it's only for the duration of the pandemic. But experts believe some of the other habits we develop now will remain. People will be forced to use cards and they'll just get into the habit. There it, it, there it is. In 2007, the Reserve Bank found that more than two-thirds of all transactions were cash. Around a quarter were made using a card. Last year, it was the other way around. Jesus. 63% card, 27% cash. I'll see you in hell. So I wouldn't be surprised if the future just got rid of cash altogether. <laughs> you mindless fucking zombie. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if in the future we just got rid of cash altogether. No consideration given to any of the flow-on effects that might arise from that. Not a single fuck given. They're, they're already shutting people's bank accounts down based on what they say on Facebook or Twitter. That's already happening now. Imagine if you had no cash. 
you could essentially you could essentially digitally impoverish someone with no right of reply. Horrifying. And and just the fucking blase nature of it. Ah, who cares? One day we'll just have no cash. What's the difference? Who cares? May as well. I mean, we wouldn't want to get sick. We wouldn't want to get the coof. Fucking horrifying. You give people an inch and they will take a mile. Time after time after time after time. So where did this idea start? I hear you ask. Because we were talking about earlier in the show how we're essentially copying China. Old Man Rasta with the diamond says, I'm pretty convinced we are living in Agenda 21 now. No, they've updated it. It's Agenda 2030 now. (laughs) And you can actually go on the UN's uh, website and look up. There's an Agenda 2030 checklist and progress bar. So each of the things that they have in Agenda 2030, you can literally go onto the UN website and it will show you the progress toward each goal that they're achieving. Believe it or not, it is the, mo- it is the most um, conspicuous conspiracy theory, quote-unquote, that's ever existed. It's right there on the UN website. Here's how we're, here's how we're moving towards Agenda 2030. But of course, if you mention that, well, you're just you're just like Alex fucking Jones. You're a crazy man. What the fuck is wrong with you? And so on and so forth. In the meantime, let's get rid of cash. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. So we were talking earlier how basically, if you look at if you look at what's happened over the last couple of months, we have essentially copied everything China has done. China locked down whole cities. China uh, started putting people in prison if they walked outside. China shut down their economy. China enforced social distancing rules. China shut down businesses. China shut down everything that wasn't non-essential. China even started releasing drones into the streets to uh, enforce those social distancing rules. And if you look at where we are, China has a smartphone app that tracks people to make sure if they're social distancing or not. They want to bring in the same thing here. Donald Trump talked about it at at one of his press conferences last fucking week. Oh, Google's doing great things, tremendous things. So we are basically copying China. So is it any surprise when it comes to this push towards a capitalist, uh, capitalist, pardon me, a cashless society? Is it any surprise to you where this comes from? The D-Live Studios with your host, Boogie Bumper. It's time for everybody's favourite game show. China, come on down. That's right, China. Australia, come on down. Come on down, Australia. Come on. And the United States of America, come on down. You're the next contestants on... It'll never happen here. <sighs> so where do you think this started? Well, have I'll give you one guess. <laughs> now, this happy little report was from CNA Insider from October 28 in 2017, ladies and gentlemen. 2017. Order one it's not recent. And pay all within the same app. The 
three years ago, it was not unheard of for them to bring bundles of cash to make big purchases like... They used to bring bundles of cash to the market to make purchases like a wonton soup. But people would put uh, too much money and then the bags were too heavy. You say you have a heavy bag with a full of money. So now you pay with a smartphone app because you see people bring a heavy bag to market. A house or a car. Today, the majority are going cashless. The majority are going cashless. And see how we get the little street magician to sell the idea. Oh, look, isn't it cute? Isn't it fun? Oh, look, WeChat. Exactly. Is it, is, did you see what he did with the money there? Did you see how he made the money disappear? This is awesome. Is that true? Victor Von Truman in the chat. I'm so glad the Dutch AP Department of Identity Privacy disallowed the use of Corona apps by the government. That's great. And to be fair, uh, the European Union, for all of its failings, of which there are many, when it comes to things like uh, privacy on the internet and stuff, even though in various countries like Germany, the police will come and kick your fucking door down if you post something about immigrants on Facebook, even though that's the case. When it comes to um, keeping the reins on big tech and how they're screwing people in regards to privacy on the internet, Europe is far ahead of us, far ahead of the United States. Believe it or not, it almost pains me to compliment them, but that is one thing that they have got right, at least more so than what we have. If you don't get a good citizen rating, you lose money. It's No, it's better than that. If you don't have a good citizen rating, you can't get a job. Don't, don't worry about losing money. You can't get on a plane. You can't get public transport. Okay. And then, two cups of yes. rice, right? Okay. So much, what's the smallest thing that you've ever bought with WeChat Pay? Mm, a fire letter. In the convenience store, it just costs 0.5 So what's the biggest thing and the most expensive thing that you spent using built of medicines. When I went to the uh, hospital, I used Richard Page to... Very convenient. I can buy a lighter or I can pay for my hospital visit all with my smartphone. It's so convenient. You Who even needs cash anymore? Say you want to go to the hospital to see a doctor, make an appointment. You can choose the department that you want to go to and which doctor you want to see. Because sometimes when people go to a doctor, they take a heavy bag. You just need to go to the doctor and show him the information on uh. your phone. Oh, that's fast. Yes. So, wow. And the whole menu is here. Okay, let's just try to order something. Um, convert. Confirm. Delivered. <laughs> you're in the fucking restaurant and you have to order the food of the restaurant you're in with your smartphone app. <laughs> it's so convenient. You know, here I was acting like some kind of ancient caveman walking up to the counter and putting coins and notes on the counter, thinking that this would be a great way to pay for my food. I was wrong. I was living in the past. No, the better way to do it is to sit down at your table, pull out the smartphone, log in, take a selfie, upload that for verification, of course. Make sure that you have the appropriate social tracking score because, you know, only good little comrades can eat here at the China Panda Soup House, the soup hut, the noodle hut. So once you've passed all of the uh, required, you know, legal... Uh, Legal, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it must be getting late in the show. We've got about five minutes left. Once you've passed all of the identification requirements, ladies and gentlemen, then, then you can order your wonton soup and not before. 
These people who think that they could just walk into a restaurant and slap some wine on the table and get to uh, get to eat and pff, they're fucking they're, they're lunatics, fringe lunatics. We're moving past that. We're looking to the future, the big, bright future, where everything is online all the time. The order. And that's it. But why are you fumble for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> Typical WeChat user now uses the app 10 times a day. Isn't it convenient? It all started in 2014 when WeChat allowed users to send digital red packets to each other. We have a tradition, the first day of work every new year, we will go to our bosses and ask for a red packet. You had the little red book, now you've got the little red packet. Yes, Boogie fed the puppies. There's two of them. They're making noise out there because with quarantining, I'm not the only one in the house, you see. So if I was the only one in the house, they'd be out the back. They would give up crying by now. But because there's extra stimulation in the house, because the Mrs. Boogie is wandering around trying to do her work, they're now pestering her for playtime. <laughs> we used to queue up to see our bosses to get our red package, but now it just gets delivered directly to my smartphone. <laughs> Then we slowly introduced it to the public. But there was one problem. Shop owners were skeptical of going cashless. But that's okay. We just took we just disappeared them like a corona doctor. <laughs> oh, you have problem with cashless society? No problem. Come in van. You come in the van and we show you a short video about why cashless is better for you. We developed a series of payment solutions for different industries. In an original cash transaction, all you have is the money you have received from me. You do not... Oh, yes, yes, now we're in the good stuff. In an original cash transaction, all you have is the money you receive from me. You do not have... This is their selling point, by the way. <laughs> They're saying this like it's a fucking good thing. All you have is the cash from me. You do not have any extra information about me. All you have is the money you receive from me. You do not know a single thing about your customer, right? Because this is what we all want when we run a business. We don't need we don't need just the money. I need to know what kind of a guy you are if I'm going to let you shop here, right? Right? This is a good thing, isn't it? I want to know your social credit score. I want to know who you voted for. I want to know where you live. I want to know your fucking email. I want to know the fucking lot. Have you had this experience happen to you in the last few years? It happens here all the time. When you go up, you, you, go, you go into a store, you make a purchase, and they ask you for your fucking email address or your phone number. And I was doing it for a while. like Because it's just like... You, I'm, you're not even thinking about it. Somebody asks you for your email. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, here it is. And then you start getting the fucking spam emails and stuff. I was talking to my mate Greeno, who I host uh, the starting block with on a Friday. 
early Friday morning, so none of you would ever watch it. It's like 3.30, 5.30 a.m. or something, uh, Eastern time. <laughs> we were talking about this on the show, and he's like, yeah, I just refuse. And I'm like, I, I'm such an idiot. I'm like, I never thought of that. Because <laughs> he was, he tried to buy a pair of pants or a shirt or something. He went into the store and he's like, yeah, I'll just buy these jeans and this shirt. And they're like, um, we need your email address. And he's like, well, I don't care. I'm not giving it to you. And they're like, but we need to give you the receipt. And he's like, no, no, you print out a receipt. And you give me the receipt, you know, print it out. And she's like, oh, we don't do that here. So I need your email address to send you the receipt. And he's like, well, I, I guess I don't need these fucking short, these fucking pants then. And he walked out, left them on the counter. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was my hero. So now it's routine for me. Now when I go into a store and they say, well, can we have your phone number, your email? I go, no. And they go, oh, but we're supposed to. I'm like, I can either pay for the stuff or not. It's up to you. I'm not giving you anything else. That's it. Here's my money. That's all you need to know. But see the way they're selling it here in this fucking program? We do not know because com companies want to know about you. They want to know what turns you on. They want, they want to know what tickles your pickle so they can entice you to buy other products so they can figure out what you're thinking, so they can tailor their marketing strategies to you, their loyal customer. So instead of actually doing the work and finding out and, you know, doing surveys and, and all that shit that we used to take for granted, no, no, now we just pay for everything online and they just give you your details <laughs> with the app. Isn't it fucking convenient? However, with mobile payments, this is the, this is the selling point. They think this is good. However, with, it just shows how different cultures treat privacy, right? This is fucking horrifying to me. However, with mobile payments, users and merchants can build a relationship. I don't want a relationship with my merchant. <laughs> I love that she used the word merchant. I, I'm, I'm quite happy not having a relationship with my happy merchant. Thank you very much. Merchants can even send messages to users, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine, imagine sitting at home and getting a text message from the guy that you bought a pair of shorts from a couple of weeks ago. Hello, Boogie Bumper. How are you enjoying your pants? What? You have not come to the store for quite some time. You know we have some specials. I was looking through your personal data, and I see that you like plain black shirt. Well, let me tell you, we have special on tomorrow just for you. 15% off a plain black shirt. Why don't you come back? If you don't come back, I will send you another message. <laughs> oh, hello, Boogie Bumper. Are you enjoying the shirt you bought? <laughs> Is everything up to your standard? Where do you come back from? When do you come back for another shirt, sir? Fucking, how horrifying. Merchants can even send me. If I'm running a promotion in the future, I can send discount coupons to you, the customer. Woo! Coupon. <laughs> How convenient. More than one million merchants, they have a million merchants in China, <laughs> have signed up with the app. But this convenience comes with a price. Oh, what is the price? What's the price? They actually have a lot of data about... They actually have a lot of data about... You see how we've got... So this... This clip, this happens all the time. We have, I've lost count of the amount of little 
soft promotional things that are presented as news. Like, this is not news. This is a fucking advertising campaign back in 2017, right? I've lost track. It is the same formula time after time after time. This is a three minute and 43 second clip. We are now at three minutes and 10 seconds before they even raise the concern about privacy. Oh no, it's convenient. Oh no, the merchant knows so much more about you. We can send you discount discount coupons. Positive, 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 positive. And then just at the end, they give you a little bit of lip service to the privacy concern. But it's going to be this little conversation, two guys, some unknown fucking expert over a cup of coffee and this street ma uh, magician who's been sold as like the handsome guy with the fucking nice sweater and the haircut who can do magic tricks with the money on the street. He's the guy who's promoting the cashless society just to put you at ease, to make you comfortable with the idea. And he's going to ask a very basic bitch question like, you know, there's some people out there who have a concern about the privacy. And apparently, you know, they don't have any heavy bag. So, you know, people, can you say something about the privacy? And it's going to be like, yes, well, you know, fringe conspiracy theorists out there have talked about privacy. There are some concerns, but don't worry. This shit is solid. You, yeah. where you spend your money, they, they can draw your personal They can draw your personal profile. Yeah. For example. For example, oh, how big is your waist and how many girlfriends you have? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello, Boogie Bumper. Are you enjoying the Brack shirt that you bought from my store last week? You know, your girlfriend might like this and your wife might like this for a present. I know you have an anniversary coming up. Don't worry. If you keep buying Brack shirt from my store, I not tell your wife about your girlfriend. You know, she was in here buying a dress last week. I have her number too. And uh, how many girlfriends you have? How many, girl you live? How many girlfriends so you have? They, they could use your data to do cross-marketing. Cross For example, you buy a um, classic music and they will send you uh, the coffee advertisement. Because according to our data mining, they're connected. Mm. So the price for convenience is, is that, the information. Your privacy. And that's it. That's all you get. That's the worst. That's the worst thing they could think of in the privacy argument, right? Well, they have all of this personal data. They know how many girlfriends you have. They know how big your waist is. So what does this all mean for the privacy people? Well, it means if you buy a classical music album, they might send you an ad for coffee. Oh, oh. well, if that's the only thing I've got to worry about, you know, I do love coffee. Hopefully I can get some discount coupons. Thank you, merchant. <laughs> Unfucking believable. The price for your convenience is privacy. Uh, exactly. Put that on a bumper sticker, huh? My wife not like a crashicle, but my girlfriend do. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing's original in this world. It all started somewhere. That clip, just like everything else we referred to tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of The Daily Boogie. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And if you would like to tell me about your heavy brag, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Don't forget to follow our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Major Tom, thank you for joining us, sir. Uh, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, Irrational Times, uh, Revenge of the Sis who came in. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, 
you've got Y Censored Kimmy. Don't forget Coffee Talk with Sandra, who's going to be starting up another show soon. Thank you for the diamond. Thank you to everybody on DLive for your very generous contributions tonight. Let me open that chest up. In fact, let me put a bit more in that chest because you guys have been so fucking fantastic tonight. Absolutely sensational. Let's pump that chest up, baby. Pump that chest out. So I'll open that now. Thank you to everyone for your tips tonight. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll be back tomorrow at 6pm with another episode of The Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Frozen Asian, don't forget, follow Frozen Asian as well. Uh, And anyone else I might have forgotten, don't forget, 10pm tonight, Nightwave with everybody's favourite lover of French women, that being Mersh. Uh, He'll be live at 10pm. I'll be tuning in, so catch me in the chat dlive.tv slash nightwave radio and then tomorrow morning Royce who was in here before in the Revenge of the Sis account daywave at 10am JJ Stoner at 12 Revenge of the Sis at 4 yourself myself yours truly at 6 and then we do the whole fucking shebang again tomorrow we'll get to the cut girlfriend and boyfriend story because I've been looking forward to that for about two weeks that should be fun until then ladies and gentlemen stay calm stay rational God bless and we'll see you soon bye bye